This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard, and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day, everybody. All right, we are back. We've got another of our team previews and joining us, Sydney Morning Herald and the Ages uh, sports reporter, chiefly rugby league and the Olympics, Phil Lutton. Welcome. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me again. It was uh, always a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so, Phil, first of all, uh, I'm sure this is a show. I know you're based in Queensland. Uh, how are you doing up there? Is everything all right or...? No, we're doing fine, our family, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, been a really, really tough time for the city um, and all the regions. It, it, the amount of rain was, um, it's actually, it's actually indescribable. You can, you can never, I've never seen anything like it. You know, it's yeah. like a tap got turned on one, it was on Wednesday night and then it just literally rained like and stormed every moment of the day and night for five days. It was just incredible. So, um yeah, big love to all the people out there doing it tough. Yeah. And, of course, northern New South Wales too. Have you donated to the GoFundMe that Peter Dutton set up yet? How good is that? <laughs> GoFundMe. Go if only we had Far some around. sort of... Have the West Tigers um... thought of that? <laughs> if, Certainly, if, surely. If only there was some sort of communal GoFundMe that we forced people who earn income in Australia to put money towards that could be used for things like this. Don't, don't be uh, a communist, Bungard. Sorry, taxation is communism. Anything for the people is communism. That's how this works. That is true. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Um, So before we jump into Souths, obviously, Phil, in addition to being a a sports writer, is also a massive South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. We had him on last year year for the grand final. Um, We got close. Yeah, we got close. Close, Yeah. Sad. We'll get there. But before we get into that, patreon.com forward slash and Robin Rookies, if you want to support us. We've got a ton of new patrons today. Culture and Cup season is back. That's starting next week when the season starts. Um, you get access to a Discord server, uh, priority at question time, rookie takes nominations, merchandise, all that jazz. And, it, and on top of all that, you're just supporting us, cheering in your podcast after podcast after podcast. And this is no better time than this time of year to show you support for us when we're doing what? Is it, Mitchell? 16 of these in, in two weeks. Yeah, you want to know Tony a bit of rugby league trivia, boys? Uh, the, the Dave Taylor's nickname, the Coltrane, uh, yes. I'm pretty sure... I exclusively revealed that, and it's probably my longest-lasting and most important contribution to rugby league journalism. Not just rugby league journalism, but Australian culture. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I feel like that's more journalism pantheon. trivia than it is rugby league trivia, but I appreciate yeah. it regardless. I don't like it. Have you <laughs> yeah, seen the, like. I'm sure you haven't you... seen it, Phil, but the, the guy who won the comp last year got a custom Dave Taylor bobblehead in addition to his other prizes. So. I, I heard that I remember the phone conversation. I think I, a teacher at Yapoon, high school or wherever he went to high school up there in North Queensland told me about six stories about him, one of which was useful for print or suitable for print, and that was the Coltrane nickname. So between the Coltrane and Millmania, just that's it. I'm going to retire. I don't care about awards. That's as long as I've got those. <laughs> I don't need awards. I've got the nicknames. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Millmania. What a time. Um, and before we jump, and just a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service. Uh, they are Dave, Carla Tyson, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, and anonymous backer, Frankie, Harry Scores, Jace G, James K, 
Jason, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo 98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Lifelong Dolphins, Sam, Matty Jenkins, Matt Cole, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins. My ding dong is hard and I am sad. Never Trendy, Party Keg, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Schwartzy, Ty, TV, the not so mature student, Thor Lakeock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your support. To everyone who just listens and to everyone in the lower tiers, thank you as well. A few names there, Mitchell, that weren't there yesterday. So good footy as well and truly back. It's good. Yeah, apparently your um your mix up of the order yesterday had some people realize they'd lapsed their payments. There. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. there you go. Well, but I'll I'll just say it was on purpose then. It's on purpose. All yes. right. The Grand Old Club, the Pride of the League, South Sydney District Rugby League Football Club, established 1908, 21 premierships, the people's team. Phil. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't have I'm not as confident as I was last year. Well. I've been thinking about this um, and I'm sort of going one or two two ways and most of it, it revolves around two players, right? So one of them that isn't there um, and one that is there but should be there more often. Um, first, I just think if we go back to the grand final, I, I felt okay about that. Like I was heartbroken, but you know what? They, they The better team won. They the should have won by more, yeah. But we yeah. nearly stole it more than we threw it away. Yeah, so I'm sort of... I'm, I'm, I've drawn a line through that. Like, I'm at peace with that result. Um, but going into this season, for me, so it's about the added rattle-shaped hole. And I'm a bit torn because there's very few elite – I hate that word, elite. It sounds like an AFL journal, But there's very few halfbacks of his generalship and smarts in the game, right? So you just don't find those, that calmness, that decision-making, the kicking game. And that's great for Brisbane. I think he's going to have to do a hell of a lot of that there. South will really, really miss that. But then the other part of me thinks, gee, I wonder if South are ready for that. I reckon, I wonder after three prelim finals and a losing grand final, uh, does the team need something a little bit different at seven, more of a running threat, more of an energetic player? Um, I don't know enough about Ilias to... I just don't know enough about him. I know it's really hard to be a first-year halfback in the NRL, so I'd imagine he'll go in and out of the team at pages. The other guy is Luttrell, okay? So uh, just not down for this chat. He's a mongrel dog. Let him loose. I don't care about that. I love. I, I don't care about that he talks a lot and he's out there. I love that. I love all that stuff. I just need him on the field. I need him to play. You can't win big games in the season, let alone grand finals without your best player. So, yeah. I mean, that's so that's a big spiel for me to start. So no, we can you, I those. can't – I agree with all of that. Look, I love Cody Walker, love Cam Murray. They're both fantastic players. Latrell Mitchell is the best player on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And when he's not there, it's noticeable. And the fact that they've nearly won the comp two years in a row without him, once through injury and once through suspension – in 2020 and 2021, it just kind of sucks. We could be sitting here as back-to-back premiers if he stayed healthy in 2020 and stayed on the field in 2021. So it's immensely frustrating that he wasn't there for either of those finals runs. But yeah, all he has to do is stay on the field. And everything you just said there is right in the sense that Adam Reynolds is a fantastic player. I've defended him my whole career. I've dug my... My, his whole career, sorry. Well, and my whole career, I guess. But, um, I've dug my heels in. I've never wavered from the fact that he's a top five halfback. I've laughed in people's faces when they used to tell me Mitchell Pierce was a better player, or, but just because his team was more successful. All that bullshit. Never wavered. I think history has proven me right over the last few years, especially. I think he's going to be great for Brisbane. But in this team, he was 
the fifth or sixth most important player. He's a cracking player, but you can get by losing your sixth best player if Lachlan Elias can just be okay. He, if he's not, if he's not, you know, if he's not Kyle Flanagan, we'll be fine. If he's just, if he's a young Adam Reynolds almost, if he's that, he won't have the yeah. kicking game of rookie Adam Reynolds, but if he can give a bit of spark and just have enough about him to have, just get the ball to those good players. And I'll tell you what, much like Flanagan going into that Roosters team a couple of years ago, there's really not a better landing spot for a rookie halfback than number nine, Cook, number six, Walker, number one, Mitchell, is there? Yeah, and number 13, Cameron Murray, of well, course. Yeah, that himself, makes yeah. a massive, massive difference. Yeah, I just, it, it is so hard. I think if you look at how Sam Walker went at the Roosters last year, who I rate as an unbelievably mm. talented kid, He's great. We, we, we see how hard it is for young playmakers in the NRL like he'll get belted he'll get attacked he'll make mistakes so I, I'm fine if he's not playing every week like I, I don't I, I'd rather kids get a week or two off get themselves together you know as long as he understands I don't know what the plan is with him this year as in here's your jersey rain hail or shine you're our halfback I don't know if that's the case. I think Demetrius but, was quoted last week saying something like it's his for the I don't year believe or some that shit, for a second. I don't I'm not sure you can take that on face value. <laughs> no, I, and I don't think you sh- I don't think it's it's not I don't think it's like here you're the test opener for a five set series go and fill your boots. The reality is it's a rough ride. It's like there's emotional hurdles, there's physical hurdles, there's mental mm-hmm. hurdles. I think the Roosters did really well with Sam Walker last year in terms of taking him out of the team at stages, starting him off the bench at stages, bringing him in and out. I think that's okay if South do that. You know, I, I don't mind if Tough plays some halfback. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind having a look to see who they've got at number seven. You know, I don't know if you just parachute the kid in and go, here you go. You're the next great South Sydney halfback. But you are right. He's got a lot of excellent players around him. And South, uh, you know, it's like Dimitri as well. He's just, he doesn't really have to do much, you know. This is a bit of a turnkey home for him. I've got some questions about him as well. Though. Yeah. yeah. I, and, just, and I the, think with that Lachlan Ilias stuff, like I agree with you, Phil. I know nothing about him and I track juniors and similar, but he played two New South Wales Cup games last year. And I think he's played about, I think he's he played, played 20 he odd Jersey one first games. Grade game. Yeah. Yeah. He played 20 Which Brayton Astor said he was brilliant in. And who are we to question yeah. his impartial hey, opinion? Isn't and, it? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, let's not try and act like, you know, Reynolds, as you said, it probably was the time for the club to move on of the guys yeah. that are paying money. Probably was time to move on. The other guys are all better in the spine. They're all better players. But obviously they had a different plan B. They had the Anthony Milford plan, which was all upside. And then Lockin Elias was still there. Like if Milford didn't work out, they would have got rid of him after four or five weeks and had Lockin Elias. And I don't love that there's not really, as you said, Blake Tarf might be it. I don't love there isn't really any other options, but... I mean, they're great forward pack, really good spine. A couple of questions in the outside backs, but I don't think it really matters. Like when you've got like Walker and Latrell that much, like I don't, I don't love Jackson Paulo as a center, but I don't think it matters. Think that much. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the the back line. I wouldn't be shocked if the back five towards the end of the season at some point is Mitchell at fullback, Johnson and Paulo back on the wings, and they got Tane mm. Milne in that center spot. That wouldn't surprise me one little bit. Yeah, that wouldn't wouldn't surprise me either because I mean Mansour, really serviceable player, good out of yardage, but some obvious holes in his game as well. So um yeah, I, I, I agree. Jackson Paulo is a question for me. They'll miss Gagai. Um yeah, I know he's been an unfashionable player, but he's just an effort, you know, without sounding like a coach, it's that effort on effort sort of dude. Well, and you, yeah. you mentioned that, Phil. When I was speaking to Cody Walker last week, he 
was saying basically one of the things they missed the most it was like Dane Gagai was always the guy doing extras after training, always working on every little bit of his game. And he actually mentioned that watching Gagai do that has rubbed off on Campbell Graham and Jackson Polo. And now they're the guys that have been sticking around doing extra work and stuff. So he's at least left some sort of lasting imprint. Yeah, I hope team. that's the case because those are two guys. Campbell Graham for me Campbell is Graham's especially, really good. he's a really good player. He's just, to me, one of those kids that's on the cusp of probably needing to take another step in his game, adding something yeah. a little bit to his game. He's been really good for Souths. And I like the way he carries the ball. I like a lot of things, what he does. I think his defence can be a little bit sketchy at times. But to me, he's really ripe for that. Can he add a little offload to his game? Can he add a little bit more footwork to his game? Because I think he does need to add that to his game if he's going to be that guy for South. Because, you know, I look at teams around. Far out, it's nice to have a really great strike centre. There ain't that many around. There really isn't. I think he's I think he's really improved in leaps and bounds in the last two years. He definitely proved me wrong. He was a guy I wasn't particularly high on a couple of years ago, but now he's, you know, he's penciled into that spot and he's probably, along with Alex Johnson, our best outside back. So yeah. I, I watched the charity shield the other night and I liked I mean, it just looked like South playing, you know, doing South's things. It was fine. I, I I'm happy that there's not a huge amount of change. I think they can still be a top four team. I think I don't, I look around the comp and I just wonder how many teams have got that much improvement in them that Souths are going to get displaced out of the top four this mm. season. Um, of course, I've got no idea because I'm hopeless at top, top eights and top fours. But <laughs> on paper, I think Souths, I think week to week footy, they're going to be a hard team to beat. The, I, you know? I, don't, I don't like this idea that's seeping in from people. Like, to me, there's a clear six good teams, right? It's the same good six teams there were last year. And I don't think that is going to change all that much. The obvious question mark is Manly. If they lose Turbo, they become a bottom four team. But like, for all intents and purposes, I still think there's a clear top six. And I don't like this discourse that's been creeping in last couple of weeks where people are just suddenly deciding that Souths are a tier below Parramatta and Manly, which I just find ridiculous. Like, I find that, like, I well, don't know how you even... Justify well, you that, that right? You can justify that with the, the Reynolds is gone. Uh, and uh, like I didn't rate Jaden Sewer, but people think they've got Jai Arrow on an edge. It's a bit different. Yeah, I think you can justify it. There is Wayne's gone, Gagai's gone. It's not a knock on South to say that in that below that tier. Who gives a shit? Uh, like it's still I'm a great team competition. You can like, have you can have the opinion yeah. that you want. I personally don't. I personally think that that's silly. And they lost two players. Yes, they lost I mean, two very very good players. But they'd have to lose what like five wins to go below the Eels. Like that's be a five win swing for yeah. them to change position. So it is a big swing. But I I actually I do think they're in that tier with like as you said probably Manly. That's where I have them. I actually have the Eels going above them, even though I just said it's a big swing. I well, I mean, the, I I have that in the same, but I have that yeah. I have the exact same. But I'm saying that, like, hmm. the thing about those teams, like South Carolina, they can still beat those top three teams, yeah, on a good day. Yeah. And I, I, I think yeah. that I just, people I, I think you guys are the same. I think you do the same thing. You'll piss through half the competition. That's why it doesn't really matter that you lost Reynolds. Like you'll still yeah. just destroy people down the left hand side. And look, play he, physical to the middle. Quite, he didn't really play well in the two. Finals, we lost to Penrith over the last two seasons. So, like... Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. Who knows? Oh, he's a loss for week to week. But I, I, I think for it earlier. I, it's I like, to get the next level, we move on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I agree with Mitch a little bit there. I think, I think there's definitely questions to answer. I think when you are when you have a good sustained run of success, the mm. expectation is, you know, it's, that that's going to end at some point and you retreat down the ladder 
it's just a matter of how far you don't want to go do a Brisbane, make the finals forever mm-hmm. and then come last. So you want to manage that replacement and rejuvenation and refresh players. That's why I think it's a good time to, um, you know, send Reynolds to his sort of golden handshake club. Mm. But I think you're right, Mitch. I think, I think I, I, I can't get myself to look ahead with um, to the finals or who's mm. going to win the comp. What I can do is go week on week. South's going to beat a shit ton of teams just from playing South Sydney footy. Like you said, smash it up through the middle, go out through the left, Walker, Luttrell, Alex Johnson. There's a lot of points. What yeah. I have liked in the trials, and we talked about this last year, is the reintroduction of some penalties out of yardage. I think it's made a mm. big difference already. And I think it's going to, I actually think that's going to disadvantage teams like Penrith, could even disadvantage <laughs> teams like South. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to be really I mean, honest, it's overdue, but it's good that's coming back. But yeah, I just think I don't think South themselves will be too concerned about finishing fourth or sixth. Like it's it's a bit of a longer term. They know they're not going to be as good the first ten weeks as they were last year. But yeah. if they're as good, by, or maybe even better by finals, playing different footy, brilliant. Like I think what you said about Reynolds is probably valid. Reynolds really good at winning you a lot of games throughout the season. Knows how to control the game. Fantastic at that. But he hasn't stood up and and not oh, sorry. I don't want to be hot taking that stupid shit that he's not good in finals. But he hasn't been a difference maker for you guys in a lot of big games. And maybe I just thought, well, the trail is, Cody is, Cook is. Get him out. Whatever, we won't lose that much when it matters. That's that's really my best case scenario. That's exactly what yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and when I he missed that, that-, that goal that mattered, I mean, I think that was it for you, Bung. You were ready to divorce him, weren't you? That was like, you were <laughs> ready to go. And that was it. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. If you can't kick that one. Well, I mean, you got the best goal kicker in history and he misses the most important kick of his life. What's the fucking point? What's yeah. the point of anything? That's the point. Um, hey, so the other the other guy I really good think we should talk about is Dimitriou, who's been yeah. in the wings. Um, I love JD. Mitch has been a long-term Jason Dimitriou guy. Long, long Yeah, term. so I've, like heard, pre-podcast. Um, I've heard little mixed things about how South players feel about him as a coach and whether that uh, closeness is going to be there. Don't forget, South, as many good players as they had, they got to the grand final because Wayne Bennett hypnotised them into thinking they should win the comp <laughs> last yeah. year. And that's that's part of the dark arts of these guys. That's why there's only a couple of Bellamy's and Bennett's around. So to me, how does Dimitriou react? How does he handle the media? How does he handle the team when they have to eat a shit sandwich at some stage. And every club has going to have to eat a few of those. We know that, you know, that's just mm. rugby league. So to me, his performance as coach will be a big factor. Um, even though it's an experienced team, I'll just mm. be interested to see how they react to um, some tough times when, when he's head coach. Yeah, he's been um, a really good assistant for a long time. And it is definitely a challenge. The things you said there, the assistant isn't really responsible for getting the team up in the same way as the head coach is. And Wayne doing what he did last year is the reason why he'll coach whoever he wants to stop coaching because men believe in Wayne. And sometimes in rugby league, that's all that matters is that belief. And JD can do up some of the game plan and Wayne come over the top and and get the boys lifted up and handle the media and, you know, handle those personal relationships he manages with players really well. So there is some question marks there, but like, so far in Dimitri's coaching career, everywhere he's been, and it might be smart choices more than saying this is his own ability, but that team has won things when he's been there. Like when he was in England, they were winning. He came over to Australia, you know, he'd been at the Dragons. 
down here in the New South Wales Cup and won that. Went to the Cowboys when they won the comp. Went to Brisbane when they were still good. And went to South with Wayne. And I don't think Wayne takes him on both those trips if he doesn't have wraps on him. And I'm just backing that in that, that you guys have got one of the at least, least a good coaching prospect. Doesn't mean he's going to work out as being yep. a great head coach. Is different men respond to pressure differently. Maybe he cracks under it too. But I think they've got a bit of an underrated snare from just the way he's performed the last decade or so. And I hope uh, you know that they can find ways to to get the boys on board. I guess. If nothing else, it's just exciting. Like this is this is something you see quite a lot in American football and in English soccer, where like you have long term assistants who get their big break at the top, and it doesn't really happen as much in the NRL. You get a lot of retreads. You get a lot of guys coming in from outside mm. the club and stuff. So What's like Garth Brennan up to? Oh, <laughs> get him in. <laughs> Great Very man. busy. Oh, bring him yeah. home. Um, but like Dimitri is a guy who has been getting hyped up. No, I wasn't even so hyped up, but like. People whose opinions I respect on this sport have been talking him up to me for five oh, yeah. plus years. So now that he's finally getting a chance and it's at, you know, my club is pretty exciting and maybe it won't work out. But look, it, 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 it's a pretty good succession plan in place. They keep the majority of that team from last year. They'll keep a lot of the structures, but, you know, well, I mean, obviously losing Adam Reynolds is hard, but, you know, you can, can work that on the fly. But... The te- yes. For me, for me, the test for him is, like I said about Campbell Graham, I want to see guys taking next steps to compensate for people leaving. I want to see Kalal Matangi take another step. I want to see Campbell Graham take another step. That's what, to me, great head coaches do. They get players that are on the cusp of being really influential footballers and get them to that level. And if they can't, well, they're not doing their job. So that's what he needs to do to South because South need... Um, they need something extra this year. They need to give teams a, a, a look that they haven't seen. They need to come up with something new, something mm. different. So if, if he can facilitate that throughout the season, um, they make the finals again. I think, it'd be, to be honest, I'd be reasonably happy. Yeah. Um, so I, I got my. So I correct myself. I got my things mixed up. Then he was Northern Pride head coach, won the Queensland Cup two years in a row. Then he was the Cowboys. Then he went to the Dragons and the Dragons when he won those first couple. Won the reserve grade Super Bowl too. What a yeah, day that he was. <laughs> he also got a promotion in like the third division of English rugby league and he started, started coaching. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think, fingers crossed. Like, I hope it works yeah. out for me. You know, it's like, yeah. like you said, Matt, it's good to see guys um, get their, get their, um, get their choice. Cause you do see a lot of sort of the same faces. Yeah, he's yeah. taken Phil, the hard path. He hasn't come from like he is a former player, but he he wasn't a big name over here. You know, he's he's a former player who played. I think he's the first Aussie to captain a Super League team that wasn't an NRL player, like back in two thousand oh, or something. There you go. But um, he's yeah. been around, been around for a while. But uh, Mitch, are you yeah, doing his wiki page? Are you, have you no, done his? No, wiki I, page? Haven't, I haven't done his wiki page, but uh, I just is he in the room? <laughs> with you? No, but I have, <laughs> I, I have a friend who um. Who is friends of his? his. There yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but maybe I should go to his wiki page. Just go yeah, fill well, it in. Why not? Yeah. No, look, I, hope, <laughs> I obviously hope he's a great success. And you know, like you said, if Wayne uh, loves him, well, you know, Wayne doesn't get to good enough for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phil, who's a player you are eyeing off to have a good year this year? I tell you, this is so obvious, but I'm going to say he's going to have not only a good year. I'm going to say he's going to have an all-time year. I think Cameron Murray by the end of the season. Is going to be right in the conversation for the best player in rugby league. I just think oh, he yeah. is. I just think he is unbelievable. He transforms 
South Sydney and New South Wales, sadly, when he's on the field. I think he is just brilliant. He's going to be a brilliant captain. And I think if, if anything, that's a great beacon of hope for me this season. If he plays every game or most games and is fit, South just so hard to beat when he's in the field. So that's a that's an easy one for me. And the other guy I really want to see improve is Kyle Matangi. I saw him add a little bit of footwork yeah, at he's the line um, in the charity shield. So I'm really, really keen for him to take that next step as well. So they're two guys I'm really keen to watch. Childhood friends growing up together and that's it. comps at Souths. Uh, any any young player? I mean, the obvious ones being Ilias and Blake Torf, but is there anybody yeah. else maybe... Tough, tough, tough. I, I didn't see enough of him last year, but he, he certainly had me intrigued. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him play with a bit more, well, a bit less pressure on him, to be honest. Like he sort of got thrown in the deep end there. So I'm really keen to see what he can do. I'm not quite sure how they're going to use him, to be honest. Um, I think maybe in their best 17, he's on the bench, I guess. Is that where he... He'll be the 14, I think. Yeah, so I'm not... I'll be interested to see how they use him. But I'd really like to have a good extended look at him. He's really fast. He gets through the line. And to be honest, that's probably something South didn't have a lot of, those smaller, really fast players. Um, so, yeah, keen on him as well. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and who, who, are you, who are you loving for the bunnies? Well, Keon was my pick. Um, yeah. I think he was great last year. He was on the cusp of origin. I think he's only going to get better. I know progression is not linear, but there's nothing that suggests to me that he isn't going to keep getting better and better as he gets a – more sort of more responsibility in the team. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the young guys is hard. There's really not many spots available for like sort of, uh, young, I mean, there's that young bloke that played center in the first trial match. It looked pretty good. Um, I forget his name now. He might be involved, but I don't know. I'm just going to say Lachlan Elias is a young gun to watch. Cause if he's, yeah, good, I mean, he's the obvious, he's the obvious. Souths will go he? pretty close to winning the comp. Like, yeah, if he's yeah. like, okay. Um, I mean, look, you remember, look. the last time South threw in a rookie halfback to replace a much-loved veteran who left for big money was in 2012 when uh, Adam Reynolds replaced Chris Sandow. So that ended up working out pretty well. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I was happy with that trade. Yeah, me too. You also Even got um, what, Sandow. Jack Campagnolo came from uh, down from uh, Winner Manly as well, didn't he? So maybe he's an option at Great halfback name. after looking at Elias as well. He didn't have, I don't think he had the best year in Queensland Cup last year, but he's been around for a while. So yeah. maybe he's and the guy who spells uh, Ilias for a few Possibly. Weeks. And ladder picks, uh, I've got South's fifth. I'll have him fourth. And I'll yeah. tell you what, I've watched that trial. I watched a couple, I've watched a bunch of trials. I've got an absolute smoky for the top eight, and it's the North Queensland Cowboys. You can laugh oh, at me. God. Oh God. I have them let's, last. Let's revisit this. I have them last and Mitch has them second last. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean we're right. And I, that's true. I, it it's more feel I, I'm a sucker for the Cowboys have a lot of we good did this players. last we've done this so many times. They really the do. It's really easy to talk yourself into them. Lots of talented guys there, but I just I refuse to do it again. I put them in the eight so many times. Yeah, the, <laughs> Phil, the ca- we've banned, too, Phil, we've banned ourselves from wrapping the Tigers and the Cowboys. We're not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah, I don't wrap <laughs> the Cowboys much, but um yeah. I don't mind them. I reckon they're they're a sneaky. I reckon the Titans the Titans up here, I reckon they are specials for the top eight this year. I agree. I I think I I think so too. Phil's got twelve we'll teams for his top eight. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> I I've gone back and South forth with Newcastle and the Gold Coast for my last top eight spot. So I don't know how to. I don't know what I'm going to end up settling yeah. on. But um, and your grand final matchup, Phil. Uh, I think it's really hard. Really, really hard. Mm. Um, it is going to be hard to watch the Roosters win another grand final. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. I think a few of the big 
the big players have got some questions to answer. Penrith among them, I think. Um, Melbourne to me, maybe. I don't know, mate. I, you know what? I'm going to say South. South and, Cowboys. Uh, Parramatta. Hey. There you go. Uh, that'd be what a fun grand final that would be. Yeah. Um, for you, my my NRL <laughs> team against you, my yeah. NRLW team. What a matchup. Oh, how good. Man versus Who's in your grand finals? I think it's really hard this year. I think yeah. I think Penrith losing some players brings them back to the comp. Mm-hmm. I think the new rules hurt them badly. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Melbourne looked vulnerable. I don't know. I just don't um, know. I, I have... Uh, look, again, like, we, I don't know when we were going to do our own, but, I mean, fuck, I will do it now. I mean, I, I have Roosters, uh, Roosters Storm, which is very boring. But it's boring. That, that, I don't say you can't pick that because it's boring. I do love that like Cam Munster getting off the booze. He dropped like twenty kilos. It looks like he's in like the shape since you best shape he's been in since he was like eighteen. So I think mm. that'll help the storm quite a bit. Despite that, I think they've dropped a bit. But I've gone uh, Roosters Eels. I'm going to Eels and they get smoked like by forty points in the grand. Yeah, final. I actually thought about doing <laughs> Roosters Eels. I changed it last yeah. minute because I'm a coward. But yeah. what are you going to do? What I think they'll grind do? their way through some game in the prelim. As you know, they're, they're capable of one of those real grid grinders. They'll steal a win against someone and get smoked. There's my grand final. We're prediction both. Rule we're early. both very. We're both very high. On the eels this year, Phil. So yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of them too. Yeah, so it's yeah. just gonna, you know, it's like I don't know. It's just gonna hurt. Yeah. You, you know, you know what? It's it, now you can't just smash teams like keep teams on their line and just yep. infringe and infringe and infringe. It's more like sort of it's gonna hurt Penrith a little bit more than anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Like who's got the for best sure. half court offense again now? Like you need to be able to mm. create plays, and you know, it's just gonna change the game a bit. So I think we'll see. Some strange results in the first month to six weeks of the comp before it levels it out, but I think strange in a good way, not like a, not like a shit way like last year. Yeah, and look for me, like again, like I honestly think it's a bit like last year. Like you could tell me any of the top six win the comp, and it wouldn't shock me. Like any of those six teams again, and then even a couple of the Raiders could get it all right and go on a tear. It wouldn't shock me. The Sharks could like bullshit their way to a prelim <laughs> or a grand final. That wouldn't shock me either. Like the Cowboys, obviously. Okay. I mean, well, that one, that one would probably <laughs> shock me. Uh, breaking news while we were on the air, by the way, Trent Robinson has signed a contract extension with the Roosters. That happened like th- this morning. Did it? Yeah. I only just saw it like an hour ago. Well, well we Broken. haven't talked about it, dickhead, either way. So no, we haven't. Fine. Well, this is the South podcast. <laughs> we have a Roosters one. Like, we can't talk about it. Let's not talk about the Roosters on the South podcast. I think that's a terrible idea. I don't want them to win the comp, but I think they will. He's a pretty decent coach. I will say that. He he goes all right. Yeah. Would I have him in my club? Maybe. 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 Hey, get an interview. (laughs) Exactly. Has he got some tenuous links to the Broncos though, Mitchell? That's the key. Oh, yeah. I mean, has one of his sons... Has he got a son playing right now? We get him up there. Yeah, if his son's playing for like win a manly or something, then maybe we can make something happen. But who knows? Mitch, can I ask you about the Broncos on the South podcast? Is that? Is yeah, that, go I'm ahead. allowing it. I hate yeah, it. Is that Matt? Yeah, gonna do that? yeah. What are you, <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking, mate? I'll tell you what. I'm a really big fan of uh, Ezra Man. I think he'll he'll end I love up Ezra. Being a great player for, for Brisbane. Not not about this year, but he'll he'll be really good. Yeah, it's what he's with Ezra there. My real concern is like I really want him to wait, but I think they're going to shuffle through like the three guys. And get bored with them after like eight rounds, and they go, well, "Fuck it, we'll try this kid," and they would have thrown him to the wolves again. And I hate like Brisbane love doing that. We debut the youngest player in the competition on average every year. We love just throwing some kid in and hoping, and then it doesn't work. I love Ezra. Um, I'm really concerned that if their answer to like Tessie New being injured is like reshuffling the entire backline. Yeah, I just feel like you've got to know 
your best is 17. And if a guy's out for one or two weeks, maybe don't move, you know, Cobbo to fullback, Herbie to wing, Branko to centers. Cause like those guys have to, at some point form some cohesion and some partnerships. And all of last year, every time the Broncos lost, Kevy changed the team. He only named the same lineup after two wins. That was it the entire year. And I have such little faith in the guys getting better outside of Reynolds. If that's how we're going to go into this year again. Cause I thought like we cleaned the house a bit. We have a bit of a clear best, like in my head anyway, I reckon we've got a pretty clear like best 10 or 11 players in their best yeah. spots. And if we can't even get that right for round one, it doesn't fill me much hope of how the season's going to go. And it really makes me think like we're going to really rely on like on-field coach Adam Reynolds and the talents of guys like Katoni Staggs and Herbie and Payne Haas to, to really lift this playing squad rather than like the coaching and, the, and yeah. how they set up to succeed. And that worries me. And what also worries me is that talking to Kelly about an extension. It's like, can we like, See if four more years, four more years, four yeah, so more years. I think, I think, I think no- six, six is the obvious jersey for me. That yeah, Brisbane, I thought you were about to say revolves. six is the obvious number of years he should be extended. For. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> do it, do it. I just think um, it, I, I like lots of pieces of Brisbane. I like look at their front row, so do I. Fabulous, like they got some good young back row. I think people are sleeping on them a little bit purely because they like. They just haven't had a player like Adam Reynolds controlling them for yeah, several know, years. But, but, so. but six is they just they're forward they got great. absolute just battlers like running That's, around yeah. five eight. And it's just you just need someone to set that team on fire. It's huge. Adam Reynolds ain't gonna he's gonna not gonna set them on fire. He's yeah. gonna get them into spots. He's gonna build. He's gonna take the timber and put it and build it all. But they need mm. someone to take that team on. And I, I, I think Mam might be that guy. But I don't know about this year. Yeah, same. And I just also like you mentioned Reynolds and the six. I also like I like Tessie New. I like Corey Pakes, but let's be real. They're not like if Corey Pakes wins the nine jersey and Tessie's the fullback, they're not near the top of the pops in NRL standards. Like Tessie, the club isn't really committed to him as the fullback. So there's not a lot of special players around that really good forward pack and those good outside backs. Yeah, Cobo might be it anyway. I wish yeah, you might, might be. He won't be at the start of the year, though, I don't think. Well, maybe he plays that round one, but he just seems still too right. raw to be an NRL fullback. We'll find out a lot of these answers to a lot of these questions in round one when Souths play the Broncos. If they name that, if they go with Cobo fullback, Branko, one sender, Herbie to the wing, I'm done. Like that, because like, you're done. He's <laughs> done enough. Check oh. out. Like, but it's just, just for me, it doesn't make any sense. Then if in two weeks, Tessie's back, you move them all around again. And then you move the 5-8. Yeah. Like, ugh. so we'll yeah. see. Even Poor though Souths are, are, are maybe diminished a little bit, I think that's... A, uh, Brisbane don't want to start the season with a hiding at home. That's that's what they, they don't, don't want to start Well, with. they don't want to, but they're going to. But they're going oh. to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about what they want or what well, they're going to get. Sorry, yeah. if the game... Like, I'm not even being a dick. If the game's at home, I mean, obviously, there's been talk of them moving no, it elsewhere. Have you heard any, like, any updates on Suncorp, Phil? Yeah, um, I, I spoke to the ground manager yesterday and then I texted him today a few times. I think it might be okay. Yeah, it just yeah. depends. It's a bit more weather coming through later this week, but um, I'm, I'd be quite hopeful that do they'll you, have it. Do you remember that game South played in Perth when there was puddles over the field? Chris Sanders <laughs> yes. aimed for the puddles and it yeah. fucking ruled. Yeah. God, yeah. I love that game. Who was that against? <laughs> It was against the Brisbane Broncos, I believe. Yeah, I know. So fuck the rain. <laughs> get some fucking get that's Chrissy Sandow's music. Get him out there when there's a few puddles against the Broncos. There's your yeah. round one halfback. Yeah, he's yeah. back. He's full uh, circle. Yeah, Adam Jackson from Channel Nine tweeted today a, a photo of the like the they're out, out on the pitch. So hopefully they're they're all right by next Bill, week. They learn a lot from 2011 like, floods. 
You know how like the media, as we are, can sort of like will things into existence by writing about them. Like how our good friend Vince Rigari is trying to will Bielsa to becoming the Australian coach just by writing that people yeah, want him yeah, to become yeah, the yeah, Australian yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. Can we do that with Chris Sandow this year to back, back in the NRL? I don't care where. Yeah, in, in what capacity? Just, is just write that. Just write that there's interest. Just write yeah, that there's rumblings. Yeah. It that, doesn't have to be true. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, boys. Someone probably, said it. This is why I'm down the bottom of the rugby league pecking order. I haven't spoken to a rugby league agent in about ten years. I just can't bring myself to do it. No, nah, yeah. It's like it's just, you know, it's like a whole sub round within the round. It really now. is. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. There's there's very there's people we know who are very very but good. Mate, at, you, you're in Queensland. You could write so many next Latrells, next Lotties, next Bob. next Petros. Yeah, all yeah. That I think at one point, I think at one point, Mitch was trying to keep track of every time a certain journalist, like he was trying to keep a track of what how many next. Try to. I still have that track. Oh, you still got <laughs> no. it. Okay. How many next? How many next Webkeys and next Thurstons well, and well, next? Well, at one Lockies point we had to? two. Next Next Cooper Cronks in the same team. That was pretty special. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, only one. Yeah. Only one of them still there. He's a star in Brisbane. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Wait. Was Wait. one of them Tom Dearden? No. One was Brody Croft. Tom D- Tom Dearden was the next Alfie. You can't oh, be hey, the next Cooper if you're blonde. If you're blonde. Tom, Tom Dearden looked like half a football the other night in that. It was so game. bad. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. He, yeah. He looked alright. Fuck right. off back to Queensland Cup, Tom, and don't let me think about you for another year. Like. He's <laughs> Think about Tom Dearden. He's one of those guys who get when he goes into the barber, he's like, mate, just give us an eight all over. Like that hair, <laughs> it's like, it's not long. It's the same length on the sides yeah. as the top, but it's not an afro. It just drives me mad. It's he's economy got cuts. He, he, yeah. you realize, he could never compare with the Chad to the hair stakes at the Cowboys. So he's just got, tried to it's, just well, get real weird it? with yeah. it. Why would you? How could you? How yeah. could you? I, I, won't, I won't believe that his mother doesn't still cut his hair. Like I, I refuse to believe he pays for the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way! I'm not getting. I'm not getting. Mum's got the sheep shears. They got one length, and then yeah, I reckon you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got a we got a couple of these to get through tonight, Phil. So we'll let you go. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, hopefully, we can have you on at some point in the year before the finals when we talk about South and Grand Final. But hopefully, at some point during the year, for whatever reason, maybe Origin. Maybe Origin. Come on, we'll talk about the Maroons. Yeah, let's do Origin. Origin's always. It's fun. Yeah, it's that'll be fun. Silly. It's silliness, isn't it? I will play the role of Mitch, just sitting here watching two Gronks. Talk about how great but their team. Both is. about Queensland, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do- hey, just talk about Wayne Bennett, and the rest will figure itself out. Well, the good thing is we can start talking about Origin after round one of the NRL season, as is the custom. Well, That's mate, tradition. Pe- pe- there's already preseason Origin hype. It's already happening. Is it? So, yeah, just no, really? it's in New South Wales. It shouldn't be. No, it, sh- it shouldn't be. But we'll see. All right. Thank you, Phil. Say goodbye. And where can obviously people sitting Morning Herald, the age, uh, Brisbane Times, so whatever, wherever you yeah. you'll find it. You'll on work the internet it out. somewhere. On the computer. Yeah, all right. Computer. Say say goodbye, Phil. See you, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Enjoy and the say season. Say goodbye and say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs>